We are so glad you joined us today for the sermon podcast of St. Thomas Anglican Mission. St. Thomas is a convergent church anchored in Anglicanism and located in beautiful Matthews County, Virginia. We seek to be a community of refuge where you can rest, dream, and change as you encounter Christ through the scriptures, spirit, and sacrament. We hope you're blessed by today's message. Let's listen. Our gospel reading this morning is found in the uh, gospel of Mark, um, beginning in with the uh, seventh verse of the first chapter, I believe, no, second chapter. Seventh verse of the second chapter. First verse, or uh, seventh verse, first chapter. My apologies. And this was his message. After me will come one more powerful than I, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Oh Lord, may the meditations of all of our hearts and, and the words of my mouth, God, and, and uh, my thoughts, Lord, may they uh, be edifying uh, to you, to your people, God. May you, sh- you give me the words to speak, and Lord... We ask, Father, uh, for your presence. We ask for the illumination of your Holy Spirit who leads us into truth and into truth and into truth. So, God, um, may, may the words of my mouth bring glory and honor to you, and may the ears that hear receive uh, what needs to be shared and imparted to them. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, just a couple, you know, random, random thoughts I have or whatnot. Um, this week has been uh, an interesting week uh, for our nation. Um, it's been there's been turmoil, um, and and there's you know the issues with on the Capitol, uh, in the Capitol, um, and all the various stuff, the the violence and 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 those sort of things, and in just the continued um continued clash among friends and families and all these various things because of this stuff whether it's the pandemic and diverse opinions or or uh the racial uh issues the injustices and the diverse opinions some saying we have a problem some saying we don't have a problem uh, some saying we have we should wear masks some saying we shouldn't wear masks others saying that uh, President-elect Biden is the rightful president. Others saying that he stole it from Trump. We have all this division um, and all this turmoil that's brewing under the surface and 
and beginning to bubble over this year in 2020 and in 2021. It's been bubbling under the surface for some time, but in this past 12 months, it's it's began coming forth. Um, and that can be greatly disheartening and troubling, and it, you know it should bring us as believers to our knees um, in praying and seeking the Lord for peace um, and for for a way through the storm and the words to speak, um, the words that are Christ-centered um, and, and not you know uh, motivated by ideology and those sort of things. And so, in the midst of all this, this morning. Our text we find talking about Jesus um, coming to Jordan, coming to John, and John baptizing him, and the sky being torn open, and the Father saying, "This is my son. This is my son." Um, and, and it's interesting because you know when when the angel came to Mary, he said, "You will name him Jesus. You'll name him Emmanuel, God with us." Um, you will name him Emmanuel. God is with us. And how, and, and we in 2021, 2020, 2021, in the midst of all this junk, if there's anything we need to hear more than ever, it is that God is with us. He is in our midst. He is in the midst of our garbage of our crap of our bad situations he is in the midst of our loneliness he is in the midst of our feelings of making wrong decisions he is in the midst of our stresses our our anxieties our concerns um, he is right there he is in the midst because god is with us and if you're a believer, if you have made a vow of devotion to Jesus Christ, you have bent your knee, you have accepted him as Lord and Savior, you have repented, you have turned, and you are striving to live the life that you are called to live as a Christian. It doesn't mean a perfect life, but it means you're striving to live it. You can take, uh, you can have faith, you can have confidence in the fact that he is with you. It's a promise, right? His very name God is with us. And the fact that Jesus himself said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So in the midst of all this stuff, he's with us, church. He's with us. Whether you're talking massive national level or you're talking the stillness of night when you lay your head on your bed and wondering if you've made the right decision for your life, he is right there with you. Whether you feel it, whether you hear his voice, whether you sense his presence, whether you see his presence when you look out your window or as you drive down the road, he is indeed with us. And if we can't take that to the bank, if we can't trust that, what can we trust? Scripture tells us that God is not a man that he should lie. So we have no reason to doubt the words of Christ when he says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. God so loved the world that he sent his son. He sent his son in the midst of our situations. He sent his son to, to invade our lives, our situations, to come and dwell amongst man. 
in their fragility, in their stupidity, in their, uh, at times, insanity, God sent his son to dwell and walk in the midst of that. And that day when John was baptizing, Jesus was baptizing the Christ, he says, Behold and look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And Jesus is able to take away those sins. Jesus is able to take away these, our struggles, our, our you know, um, issues our, that we wrestle with, the sins and the things that try to bind us up and, and, and ensnare us. He takes those away. He is able to take those away because he is in our midst. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Takes away the sins of the world. It's in being with us that we are able to find the hope to stand. It's in Christ walking beside us. It's in Christ carrying us that we're able to stand, that we're able to find the strength to move from day by day by day. But it's all because God sent His Son. God is with us. And we know because John said, "Behold, look, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. You know, Jesus was perfect, right? He, he didn't, you know, John was doing a baptism for sin and all these things. And Jesus, did he really need it? Uh, not for sin, but he came and he was baptized so that he could be one of us. He came and he was baptized despite his sinlessness to stand in solidarity with us in the midst of our sin, in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our tribulations. You know, Jesus, Jesus said that uh, his mission, he came to what gives sight to the blind and to proclaim liberty and to do these various things. That's what he came to do in our midst. He came to heal us. He came to give us wholeness. He came to give us hope and faith to stand for tomorrow and for today and for the next day. And the next day, one step, one day at a time, he's with us. Jesus isn't offended by our mess. Thank God, right? Jesus isn't scared by our insecurities and our fears and our, our doubts. Jesus isn't uh, surprised by the things that happen in our lives, in our society, in our world. But he is with us. And because of that, we can have faith and we can stand. And as John says, he will baptize us fire and with the spirit 
And the Spirit leads us into truth. The Spirit gives us the strength to be the witnesses that we're to be. The Spirit gives us strength to resist the enemy. And all that's possible because God, because Emmanuel, because God is with us. Jesus is in the midst of the circumstance. Jesus is in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of the racial injustice, in the midst of the election, in the midst of the chaos in the capital, in the midst of your loneliness, in the midst of your despair. That's why, that's why he, he stand, chose to stand in solidarity. Yeah, of course, to fulfill all righteousness and prophecy when he was baptized and such. But it was also to be, I'm not, I am, I'm with you in this thing. Because again, his very name, Emmanuel, God with us. You know, it's in baptism that our old self, you know, our sinful self dies and we are raised to life in Christ. You know, a lot of times we have a tendency to think that um, this promised life that Jesus offers, the life abundant of John 10.10 and, and, you know, um, eternal life and all these things, we have a tendency to think that they're for tomorrow, they're for out there. But they're not, they're for today. Of course, they also are for what's after, after we, we transition, we pass, we die. But it's for right here, right now. The kingdom is here, right, right now. Because again, not to keep laboring on it, but again, God is with us. And where the king is, there's the kingdom. So we can find hope. We can find that glimmer of, of truth no matter how dark our situations may seem and how lonely we may feel and how um, anxious we may be. You know, even when Jesus died, he hung between two men. Even when Jesus hung on the cross, he stood in the midst of two broken men. Because he did, he wasn't about let. He 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 was right there in the midst of them. And what? How awesome is that? In life, Christ was in the midst, and in death, Christ was in the midst. And in his resurrection, he was in the midst of the people, and in the sending of the Spirit, he remains in our midst. Church, Jesus is with us. Thanks be to God that he's with us. Because there's been some rough days and some rough events, you know, in, a, in our personal lives and in our, our community lives. But he, church, is faithful. He is true. All we got to do is lean into him. All we got to do is pray. All we got to do is, is cry out to him. Faithful and just. He's not a man that he should lie. So I hope that gives you some strength. 
I hope that gives you some courage. I hope that gives you hope in these days that we find ourselves in. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we ask, we pray, God, that, Lord, uh, you just stir up within us a confidence in knowing that you are with us. That, God, when you came and you were born, you were with us. As you were baptized by John in the River Jordan, in your, despite your perfection and your sinlessness, you chose to be baptized, to stand with us, to say that you would never call us into situations and places where you fear to tread. So God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for the fact that you said you would never leave us or never forsake us. We thank you for the fact, God, that no matter how hard, anxious, lonely, scary, depressing, joyful, happy, glad, no matter where we fall on the spectrum, no matter how life goes, where it takes us, and what it finds us doing, you're with us. And so, Lord, I pray that those this morning who have tuned into this, this live stream, I pray, God, that, that, that you, um, by your Holy Spirit, speak into their heart, speak into their mind, with that still, small voice, with the assurance of your presence, telling them that you will never leave them or forsake them, that you are with them, and that they can make it through whatever their day has in store for them. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message. You can find out more about St. Thomas by visiting our website, matthewsanglican.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Simply search our name. Have a blessed week.